what we just heard in the gospel, the scene, the context of the conversation, does not seem to fit very well with that cheerful expectation that we have for these days of Advent in general, but particularly for this Gaudete, Rejoice Sunday. The contrast is actually quite strong. It's a tense, even dramatic scene in which we can feel the pain, the confusion. The greatest man, the greatest among those born of women, St. John the Baptist, the last great prophet, even more than a prophet, Jesus said, before Christ, a man that was holy and impressive in any possible way, who had accomplished so many decisive things for the kingdom of God, is in prison because of a most absurd and even shameful injustice. After doing so many important things for God, after being so, we would say, successful in his mission, he's about to end his days in a dark dungeon. It is in that context that John sent his disciples to Jesus with a question, simple, piercing. Are you the one who is to come? Or shall we wait for another? Some people have tried to explain this very difficult situation by saying that John sent his disciples so that they can see by themselves what Jesus was doing. And that could be. But we also have to consider the other possibility that John was actually wondering if Jesus was the one. And it hurts even to consider that someone as holy as St. John the Baptist could ask this kind of hard question. Are you the one? Should I wait for someone else? Nothing cheerful, really, about this. And that's okay. Because we don't really need cheerfulness. We need joy. We need joy. Not a superficial passing happiness, which, when it's there, it's great. Not what we feel when we enjoy the circumstances of life, which, again, when that's the experience, fantastic. But we need something stronger than that. True joy is, of course, rooted in truth. And the truth of our life, the basic truth of our lives as disciples of Christ, is the love of God. The charity of God to the end. The reality that we contemplate these days, that Christ is at hand, that his nativity is very close. Christian joy comes not from an idea, a concept that we learn rightly, say in catechism, something we've heard and that we just need to remember. It's not a mental exercise. Christian joy comes from a presence, the presence of someone who's very close to us. Until now, during Advent, we've been hearing that the Lord will come. We start hearing things that are slightly different 
The Lord is near. Indeed, He is very near. And as we hear this, which is nothing complicated to understand, we just have to think about what that means and hopefully believe again in the good news, which is so simple. God is with us. If God is not close to us, if he exists but somewhere out there far from us, then there is just no possibility of joy in our lives. Because life can be at times very confusing. We know that very well. We all have experienced moments in which what comes from us, a question that comes from us, is hard. Are you the one? Where are you? Is this going to work? Will you respond? Should I wait for another one? If God is not close, there are times when the challenges of life are too much for us to bear. But if God actually exists, as he does, and if he actually loves us to the end, as he does, if move with compassion for us and for each one of us person, he decided to come to us, and not only come to us, but dwell with us, and not only dwell with us, but dwell in us, then joy is real. And joy truly overcomes even the darkest moments. Then joy is always possible and even necessary. And then we cannot but celebrate as we do in this Gaudete Sunday. Even if we are facing challenges, we celebrate as we do with all these flowers, which we don't have during Advent, and the extra organ and the vestments. We cannot but celebrate because Christ is very near. We celebrate the love, the charity of God. Joy is one of the fruits of charity, along with peace and mercy. So a Christian people, a parish, should really be a joyful, peaceful, and merciful people. To celebrate Gaudete Sunday is an occasion for us to say enough of placing our attention mainly on what's wrong in our lives, in the church. Enough with following all those who live out of negativity, just seeing what's wrong, not seeing the beauty of God working mysteriously through the many imperfections of life. When Christ came, he decided to work our salvation through very, very imperfect circumstances. And today, he also wants to continue his work of redemption in each one of us through those imperfect circumstances. So what we hear from the church today is wonderful. Rejoice in the Lord always. It is possible to rejoice always. And this, actually, is our Christian dignity, even our privilege, our duty. We can rejoice always in the Lord. In exactly two weeks, we will be celebrating Christmas. This has been a long advent, and that's wonderful. In two weeks. 
we'll be celebrating Christmas. This is a wonderful time, and we know that it is, as well, usually a very busy time. There's a lot going on. Knowing of the importance of these final days of Advent and of that busyness that is typical of these weeks, then we need to think very carefully about how we're going to prepare our hearts for the coming of the Lord. We need to choose particularly silence and prayer. Silence so that amid so much going on, we can think and reflect about what's going on. Silence so that if we do have those questions, those hard questions, we can ask them. Silence so that we can listen. Can we commit, is that too much, to 10 minutes of silence every day? No cell phone, no TV, nothing. Just silence to listen. And, not just empty silence, but then the second point, prayer. Prayer so that we can contemplate again the amazing love of God. Prayer so that we can go back to those stories which we know so well, but are still full of riches for us, the incarnation, the nativity. Prayer and silence so that we can be amazed at the wonderful love of God for us. So if we ask today to the Lord, are you the one who is to come? Then we respond, Yes, Lord, we know that you are the one, and we wait for you again. Come soon and fill us with your joy.